It is not enough to be an influencer with clear goals, appropriate measures, and vital behaviors. We also need to put them into effect. In other words, we have to get people willing to carry out the vital behaviors. This is the third key to shape our influence. There is a difference in how this is done between influencers and others. Most people tend to blindly apply the influence strategies they know one by one. In contrast, influencers consider the situation thoroughly and apply a comprehensive combination of strategies. They systematically study the sources of influence which we will discuss later and figure out what leads to the wrong behavior in order to customize their strategy to turn things around. To learn from influencers, we have to understand the sources of influence. Basically, there are six sources of influence at three levels, the personal level, the social level, and the structural level. Let's go through them one by one. At the personal level, influence comes from two aspects, personal motivation and personal ability. We will start with personal motivation, which is an important influence source. Personal motivation reflects whether it's pleasurable or painful to carry out the vital behaviors. It is not always a pleasure to carry out vital behaviors. Most of the time we receive no feedback or bad feedback from correct behaviors in the short term, whereas wrong behaviors can bring immediate thrill. Sometimes the excitement from wrong behaviors is so overwhelming that many people cannot resist it, although they know it will pay off in the future. For example, for a person trying to lose weight, it's the wrong behavior to eat a big meal of junk food. But many people fail to control their appetite, even though they need to in order to lose weight. We can address these wrong behaviors in terms of personal motivations. In other words, we have to trigger people's willingness to change. One of the most effective strategies is to create a direct experience for people to see and feel the consequences of their behaviors. After seeing the positive results, they will actively make the right choice to carry out the vital behavior. If they are still resistant to it, another powerful strategy is to convince them with powerful stories. The vicarious experience created by a related story can touch people's feelings, awakening their willingness to change. Finally, we can also turn the tedious but desirable behaviors into a game by involving components like scores and competition. After all, everyone loves games. Through these strategies, we can help people fall in love with the behavior they used to hate. Now let's come to the second source of influence, personal ability. We all know that it's easier said than done. Even with proper training, it does not mean that people can master the thing they learned. At this point influencers shall encourage and assist people in improving their ability by changing their old mindsets. Specifically, many people get stuck because of a fixed mindset. They believe abilities like self-discipline are not their strong point and they can't improve. However, research has long proven that self-discipline is not a genetic gift of a select few. They are malleable and can be learned. Just as athletes prepare themselves through hard practice, self-discipline can be formed through deliberate practice which includes several dimensions. First of all, we should practice how to achieve full concentration within a short period of time and learn to set a clear standard with immediate feedback. At the same time, we need to develop our ability of breaking a goal into many goals, and we have to learn to stay positive when facing setbacks and enhance our control over emotions. Finally, we must change the way we think through practice. Now we have introduced all the sources of influence at the personal level, we shall move on to the sources of influence at the social level.
It involves social motivation and social ability. Social motivation is the influence from our social networks. Human beings are social animals. It is inevitable for people to influence each other. Therefore, we will wield more influence if we are well respected and have a vast social network. However, this does not mean nobody will question and challenge the vital behaviors we want to implement. In this case, a strategy is to execute the vital behaviors by ourselves and show people the benefits. The aim is to inform people what the benefits of vital behaviors are. Apart from such symbolic actions, key figures like formal leaders and opinion leaders are also very important. Formal and opinion leaders can have a remarkable influence on the behavior of those in their sphere of influence, so their support helps advocate the vital behaviors. Therefore, it's a critical strategy to identify formal and opinion leaders and get their support. For example, when relationship scholar Howard Markman tries to influence the communication behavior of couples across the country, he looks for opinion leaders to make change happen. He has found that if he trains members of the clergy to teach couples how to solve problems, the results are better than if an unknown outsider in Bermuda shorts were to swoops into town and offers training. The moral here is that the influence from social connections is mighty. Think of it. A single word from our friends be it compliment or sarcasm, could work better than a long lecture in promoting or preventing our behaviors. Smart influencers know this point, and they are deft at utilizing their social network to exert the influence. Of course, it's more than social motivation that we need to promote the change. The support from social ability is also crucial. In real life, the promotion of change usually involves breaking traditions, which requires more than just a single person. Therefore, it is beneficial to rely on collective wisdom to have a clear and open argument on the necessity of change in order to establish new norms. Social capital also play an enormous role in promoting the change. Social capital is the help from our friends. It could be their wisdom, their strength, or even their personal resources. After all, nobody can solve all problems on their own. Influencers always do their best to mobilize social capital to facilitate changes. Regrettably, many messages we receive from the media do not teach us to ask for help. Many movie and TV heroes of the last half-centuries fought evil all by themselves, no matter if their opponent is a position, an organization, or an individual. This is far from true in real life. Successful influencers never hesitate to ask for help from society. In the same sense, when tackling difficult and crucial problems, influencers always consider the demands of a person in need like the necessary help, authorization, consent and cooperation. Such a comprehensive consideration allows influencers to develop a systematic strategy to provide the required social capital for the change. Now let's step away from social factors and turn our attention to the influence sources at the structural level, including structural motivation and structural ability. Structural motivation is mainly extrinsic incentives like rewards, bonuses, salaries, and the occasional use of punishments. It is very common to use rewards or punishments to drive people's behaviors, yet it is tricky to implement. Several principles are substantial to use incentives to encourage or prevent behaviors. First, we must bear in mind that personal motivation and social motivation should come before rewards. In other words, just let intrinsic motivation and social support do their job before we use extrinsic rewards. 
Second, we should directly link extrinsic incentives to vital behaviors. That is we design the reward to encourage our desired vital behaviors directly. The reward does not need to be some big prizes. Small but symbolic tokens are also adequate. However, we need to be alert of the overjustification hypothesis. According to psychological studies, it could backfire when we reward people for doing something they enjoy. Once the reward is gone, people no longer like what they are doing and they may do it less. 3. It is the behaviors that we reward, not the outcomes. This is because outcomes can sometimes involve improper behaviors. 4. When we decided to impose a punishment, it's better to warn people what is going to happen should they refuse to change. In other words, we send the message that we are serious about changing the behavior before we impose punishments. Structural ability on the other hand is about the influence from our surrounding environments. Few people consider developing influence strategies based on environments, as it's not easy to link the physical world to the change of behaviors. When we find out some misbehavior, for most of us our first thought is always to change the individual rather than the environment. Thoughts like this focus too much on human factors, and they ignore the importance of the environment. Sometimes, it's easier to shape the environment than to change people. What's more, the environment can have a more profound and lasting influence on people's behaviors. Let's look into the example of a prominent criminologist George Kelling. Before Kelling came to New York, the New York City subways were a haven of muggers, murderers, and drug dealers. Kelling helped successfully alleviate the problem by changing the environment using his broken windows theory. Specifically, broken windows theory suggests that disordered environments are like broken windows, spreading a feeling of chaos and indifference, thus resulting in antisocial behavior. Accordingly, Kelling suggested a seemingly ridiculous action to reduce the crimes in the New York subways, eliminating graffiti, litter, and vandalism. Although many people might laugh at it, the action was proven to be very effective. The community was improved through continual cleanup and fighting crime. Both petty crime and violent crime declined. Kelling's action succeeded because it carved an unspoken message in the surrounding environment. The change in the environment effectively strengthened the social order in the local community. Okay, that concludes the six influence sources and the corresponding influence strategies. Let's do a brief recap. At the personal level, influence stems from personal motivation and personal ability. Personal motivation is the willingness to execute vital behaviors, while personal ability is the ability to do so. At the social level, social motivation and social ability lead to influence. Social motivation stresses the importance of social connections. It suggests exerting influence by engaging symbolic actions, as well as formal and opinion leaders. Social ability is the socio-cultural environment and social support to carry out vital behaviors. At the structural level, we have introduced structural motivation and structural ability. Structural motivation creates influence through extrinsic incentives, structural ability refers to the influence of the environment on people's behaviors.